You're listening to the Pedal Pumping Podcast, the podcast that explores and celebrates all things pedal pumping. I'm your host, Mimi Footnip, and I'm a pedal pumping content creator and foot model. Check out my website, mimifootnip.com, for more about me. In today's episode, I'm going to be reading a part two of a story. Uh, it's called The Secret. And before I get into that, of course, I want to thank my patrons over on Patreon, Tevin Riker, Not a Golfer, Ray Sean, Eric F., Eric J., Cranking Fan, Rocket Man, Havaianas Fan, Austin, Mark Miss Jess, Joe, Major Dave, and Harrison. Thank you guys so very much for supporting this podcast. Other ways, if you don't want to... Uh, provide ongoing support for this podcast, you can send a one-off donation or you can just do things like favoriting and liking and giving five-star reviews and things like that on the podcast on your podcast app. That would be amazing as well. Um, Any little thing you can do to contribute, you can send me an email with a story or a question or an experience. Uh, something regarding pedal pumping you'd like me to share with the community, my email is mimifootnip at gmail.com. The point is, this is a community podcast. It belongs to all of us, and it's through your support that it keeps going, whether that support in some cases is financial or whether it's support by providing uh, content for the podcast. Excuse me. I, um, it's all valuable. It's all appreciated. So keep it coming and thank you so much. Let's take a quick break and then we will get right into the story. Okay. This is part two of the secret. As Lori sat gracefully into her new Cadillac, she was taken aback by its size and elegance. The lingering scent of her grandmother's favorite perfume was deeply infused into the shiny leather seat which firmly supported Lori's curvy little body. The seat felt cool and inviting against her shiny jet black pantyhose. With her knees pulled demurely together, Lori reached gracefully for the pedals of her new car and found that they were only reachable with her toes pointed and her heels lifted off the floor. Had her grandmother driven the Cadillac in the same position of vulnerable control? They were the same size in everything. Lori looked up at the visor and pressed the garage door remote button to open the huge wooden door behind her. She gave the gas pedal a deep press to the floor with her pointed toe, squirmed provocatively in the seat and reached for the gold key in the ignition. But before turning it, she stopped. No, I have to read grandmother's note before I drive her car. Moving her pretty right foot off the gas pedal, she reached with both feet and pressed down firmly on the brake pedal, which caused her legs to go rail straight with the reach. It was truly a big, beautiful car. Lori's perfectly manicured fingernails carefully opened the crane envelope and slid the heavy bond card out and held it to the light and read it to herself aloud. My dearest Lori, Since you are reading this, I am gone, but I want to begin by assuring you, darling, that I had a wonderful life filled with love and friendship and great pleasure. My gift to you 
of my special Cadillac will surely keep me close in your thoughts for many happy years to come. I had this car created for my pleasure and I hope that you will now enjoy it during the coming years of your life as I did for the last years of mine. This car, if driven to its full potential, will give you a uniquely feminine experience. Discovering the fullness of the pleasures of the car can provide will take time, but I promise you that with your dedication, you'll be wonderfully rewarded. I know we rarely drove in the car together. There was a reason, which you will discover on your own soon enough. I'll just say that this, my darling, car trouble in big, powerful car like this can be sexy. Just one simple instruction as you begin, if you want to experience the full pleasures of your new Cadillac can provide you, you must always pump the gas pedal firmly to the floor three times before trying to start the engine. If it doesn't start, you must repeat the pumping again and again until it does start, which by design can often take more than 15 minutes. If there is one piece of womanly advice, I can offer you as you begin this new relationship with your Cadillac. Keep your figure and your hemlines tantalizing, your nylons sheer, and your heels high. If you need any inspiration, in my walk-in closet you'll find a secret room with items there that I collected for your enjoyment to share, or not, as you please. Oh, to be young again. I envy the wonderful journey of discovery upon which you are about to embark. With love and devotion to your pleasure, Grandmother. Lori was incredulous. She read the note again, several times. This Cadillac exists for your pleasure, and if you desire to channel the fullness of your beauty and sexuality into it each time you slip behind the wheel, you'll be rewarded. What could that be? mean? What did she mean? There was no doubt the car was beautiful. And as she reached for the key and extended her pointed high-heeled foot to assertively pump the gas pedal once, twice, what would happen on the third pump when she turned the key? Keep your figure and your hemlines tantalizing, your nylon sheer, and your heels high. This advice was so like her grandmother, Lori thought, Grandmother had given Lori her first pair of high heels, as well as her first stockings, garter belt, and pantyhose on her 13th birthday, and showed her with great care and pleasure how to put them on. Lori had quickly fallen in love with the look, the feel, and the reaction she got from others, particularly boys and men, when she showed off her pretty legs and nylons and heels. Lori and all pantyhose-loving women were facing a cultural rebellion in America. Increasing numbers were making the choice to keep their hosiery in a drawer in favor of bare legs and blemishes. The arguments from fashionistas were that pantyhose were uncomfortable, expensive, and forced women to play into men's notions of women as objects rather than human beings with wants and desires that extended beyond attracting men. But there would always be attractive women and girls, like Lori and her grandmother, who loved nylons and embraced them as one of the defining elements of their femininity. Whenever Lori felt victimized by anti-pantyhose hostility, 
her grandmother would give her a quiet pep talk about the feminine power and pleasures of hosiery and would often gift her with several pairs of beautiful nylons and even a new pair of increasingly sexy high heels. You can't wear these shoes in public yet, Lori, said her grandmother patiently. You're still too young, but you should practice in them so you'll be ready when the time comes to present yourself as the confident and attractive woman you want to be. Practice standing, walking, sitting, and crossing your legs. Soon you'll be old enough to drive, so you want to be confident that you can control your car wearing heels of any height. But I don't have a car, grandmother, Lori said to her grandmother while slipping into a pair of Hanes Silk Reflections pantyhose. Don't the nylons feel wonderful when you cross your legs, Lori? Lori did a quick demonstration that included pointing the toes of her right leg as she crossed it over her left. They feel yummy on my legs, Grandmother, Lori said as she squeezed her pretty legs together. You'll thank me for all of this someday, Lori, I promise. Lori took her grandmother's words to heart. While she didn't wear the five-inch heels in public because they were too provocative for a 13-year-old girl, she loved being alone in her room wearing pantyhose and slipping on her nubile feet into a pair after pair after towering high heels in order to practice walking, sitting, crossing her legs, and dangling her heels to maximum feminine effect. The sensations of her sheer nylon caressing her pretty legs and the fun she felt learning to present herself in such a grown-up way often left her breathless with excitement. As Lori's love of pantyhose grew, she also developed a passion for the stimulation of sexy lingerie on her rapidly maturing body. At 13, she was a cultish 32A, but by the time she turned 15, Lori was a curvy 35-23-35, just like her mother and grandmother. Her dresser drawers were filled with sexy bras, panties, and thongs, and literally hundreds of packages of expensive pantyhose meticulously categorized by style, shade, and denier. Her more than 100 pairs of shoes included a few styles for exercise and snugly relaxation, but most of them were high heels, platform, chunky and stiletto, sandal, sandal slides, boots, and pumps. Occasionally, when everyone was out of the house, Lori would put on one of her tight skirts, nylons, and her highest heels and walk with increasingly confidence to the garage where she would get behind the wheel of the vintage 1972 Oldsmobile Delta 88 that had been promised to her when she turned 16. Lori would sit alone in the big car and take imaginary trips to school, the malls, and her friends' houses. As she drove, she would practice pressing on the gas and brake pedals with her heels suspended high above the floorboard, just as her mother and grandmother did. On a few occasions, she would raise the garage door and actually try to start the Delta 88 so she could experience the power of her future car for herself. All the women in Lori's family drove big American V8 cars, so she was accustomed to the multiple attempts it could take to start the Delta 88, particularly if it had been sitting for five or six days between attempts. More than once, Lori had drained the battery, the huge Oldsmobile having flooded the engine as she tried again and again to start it. 
After driver's education at school and lots of practice with her mother in the car, Lori was ready to take her driver's test the day she turned 16. All her high heel practice had paid off. She took her test wearing a tight blouse that revealed just enough cleavage to be demurely provocative. A black miniskirt that rose five inches above her knees, shiny suntan pantyhose and four-inch black stiletto-heeled pumps. The driving examiner was so spellbound by the sexy way Lori drove her car that he had a hard time concentrating on her test. Needless to say, she passed with ease. After getting her license, Lori drove her Delta 88 everywhere, and she loved inviting her high school boyfriend over to her house under the guise of going for a drive. He couldn't keep his hands off her nylon-covered legs as she bounced in the driver's seat while trying to start her always flooded engine. What's wrong with it? She would pant nervously as her boyfriend scooted over next to her and put his arm around her petite shoulders. It wouldn't take long for his right hand to find her knee and inevitably work its way under her tight skirt to caress her thighs. Stop reaching under my skirt, she would whimper breathlessly while squeezing her legs tighter together to protect herself as his fingers found the control top panty of her pantyhose. Keep trying, he would whisper in her ear. I don't know why, babe, but it really turns me on when you can't start your car. Lori could feel herself getting wet as she pumped and pumped the gas pedal while turning the key. It makes me crazy that my car won't start, she moaned as the engine bucked and coughed and refused to start yet again. You have to stop touching me. I'm a good girl. I know you are, but it's hard, babe. Is it? She replied sarcastically. When the Delta 88 battery finally died, she would burst into tears and press herself into his chest, kick off her high heels and cross her left leg over into his lap to feel the hardness in his jeans while giving him even greater access to caress her shiny nylon-covered thighs. As the windows fogged up, Lori and Brett would make out with a forbidden lust and urgency that two young people in love never forget. Now, behind the wheel of her luxurious Cadillac, with her hands pressing into her lap, Lori was the personification of her grandmother's feminine mentoring. And now, with a third pump of the Cadillac's huge gas pedal, she unexpectedly felt a gentle vibration radiating upward in the seat beneath her right thigh. What was that? She wondered, reaching down under her, to feel the softly vibrating ridge protruding upward into her leg. Intuitively, Lori slid to her right and felt a burst of sensation that was so overwhelming that she turned the engine off, causing the vibration to stop and the ridge of pleasure to retract back into the seat. Oh my God, Lori mused to herself as she caught her breath and stepped hard on the brake pedal with her both her pretty high-heeled feet. What did grandmother do to her car? End of part two. Thanks everybody for coming around for part two of The Secret. I hope there'll be a part three, maybe four. Who knows how many more episodes or installments of this story, but um, hopefully it'll keep going. It's getting sexier and sexier. 
I just wanted to uh, let let you know again, I know I'm always kind of hammering this home, but if you have a story that you'd like to send for me to read on the podcast, please do so. My email is mimifootnip at gmail.com or if you have questions or um, ideas or just anything you'd like to communicate to the community, go ahead and email me. I am excited to uh, kick off this Memorial Day weekend if you're here in the United States and celebrate. Um, have yourself a super fun, uh, exciting, pedal-pumping-filled holiday weekend. If you're outside the United States, go ahead and do the same. <laughs> Celebrate with us and have a happy holiday and uh, enjoy some pedal-pumping. You deserve it. 